Hey, what's up? This is Omar Reps from USA's Shooter, and you're listening to Next Level. Hey, this is Lucky Yates. Hey there, this is Jimmy Simpson. Hello, this is Brad Sherwood. Hi, this is Claire Coffey. This is Andy Daly. Hey there, this is Kevin Durant. Hi, I'm Chris Barnell. Hey, this is TJ Fine. Hey y'all, this is David Hoffman. You are listening to Next Level Radio. Have fun. It's time for the Showcast. And now, here they are, those pop culture junkies and your hosts, Ben Beck. Adam Gorey, and Steve Richards. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Showcast Spotlight here on the Next Level Network. I am your host for this edition, Ben Beck, and my guest this time is someone who has been on both sides of the screen, both big and small. Uh, You've seen him in shows like House and Resurrection. You've seen him in films such as Love and Basketball, Higher Learning. Uh, He's with me tonight to talk about the current show. He is on Shooter, which can be seen Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. on the USA Network. Please welcome the one and only Mr. Omar Epps. Omar, thanks for joining me. Uh, Thanks for having me. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, How about yourself? How are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good. Yeah. You uh, you on the uh, the West Coast right now? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, on the West Coast. Where Where does Shooter shoot? Where do they film? You said where? Yeah, where do they film at? Uh, mostly like Northern California. I mean, we film all over um, L.A., um, up in Palmdale, Lancaster, in the desert. And okay. We, you know, sometimes we'll shoot downtown. In fact, all over. Okay. Um, yeah, I want to jump right into into Shooter and talk the show a little bit. Um, you know, USA has had a great track record when it comes to their original program and shooter is certainly no exception to that. You know, I'll admit when the show first started airing on USA last season, I didn't watch it when it aired, uh, you know, but once it hit Netflix, uh, I, I got hooked. I ended up watching the entire first season in a weekend, nice. you know, and, you know, I, and now, now that we're into the second season, I'm completely caught up and, uh, you know, I'm hooked, man. It's, it's, it's a good program. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, look, we were having, uh, a lot of fun making the show. Um, you know, it's, it's just it's a good ride so far. Yeah. Uh, your character is, is certainly one of the most complicated of the series, at least in my opinion. For for those that don't watch, tell, tell us a little bit about your character. Um, well, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's in the gray area, right? Yeah. Let me, let me jump out right here. He is a uh, former captain of thank you, the Marine uh, sniper unit, and um, he was actually probably former boss, and um, you know he went to work for the Secret Service. And when the series picks up, he's sort of caught in uh, a tangled web that he gets he gets Ryan caught up in. And so basically, you know, it's a good guy who made some bad decisions, and he's trying to find his way back. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, one thing I really enjoy about the carrot about the show itself. Uh, you know, is how the writers, they don't dumb down the science of sharpshooting, because that is a really what a lot of the focus of the show is on. You know, Ryan Philbay's character, Bobby Lee, is a sharpshooter. Your character is a sharpshooter. And, you know, you get a lot of, the, you know, the elements of wind speed, curvation of the earth, and all the elements that are important to that. And that that 
I have to imagine you guys have some good people on the writer side, or at least as consults on the set that help you with that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've we've got um, Steve Siebker, who's who's we call him Sniper Steve. I mean, he's former Marine, LAPD, but you know, he sort of guides us through a lot of that stuff. And I think that the writers have done a good job of of just you know telling it like it is and giving that sort of inside perspective. And I think it's done, you know, at least visually um, in, in kind of a way that you know the average show could could pick it up, and it's not kind of over their head. But at the same time, it is you know, super technical, and so people who have served and, you know, maybe familiar with that, they get their dose, too. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, to your point, it's not too dumbed down. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah. pretty cool the way the, the show handles it, and and like you said, they, they, they keep the science to it, and they explain it pretty well. It's almost like the show itself is a little bit of a whiteboard, because, you know, there'll be scenes where either you or you know, Ryan Philippe's character are getting ready, you, you know, you're doing these equations in your head and you'll see all of it written out on the screen, kind of making sense right. to everybody who's watching. Yeah, I mean, and I thought that that was just a cool visual thing, um, you know, at least for the first season. And the second season, it kind of changes up, which uh, I think is really smart. Uh, John Lavina, you know, created the show. Just It's about the evolution of the characters and the story. So, you know, can't pull the same trick twice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I know your character is a sniper as well. How much preparation did you have to do going into this character and trying to get into the mindset of a real sniper? Did you get to do any actual sniper training before the show started filming? Oh, yeah, yeah. We did, we did a bunch of training. Um, you know, look, I prep for the character the same way I prep for any character. I mean, every character brings its set of challenges if, if it's something that you're, you're not familiar with and you know that's that's part of what I love to do and prepping for characters and diving into a world that you know I have to learn um, and so yeah we, it's all about the the repetition of training and, and, um, and getting it down so that you know when it's time to go we're it's second it's second nature yeah yeah I know we're we're about two episodes into season two right now. The third episode is going to be airing tomorrow night um yep. and your character at the current moment is kind of involved in his own storyline uh, i'm a, is it yep. safe to assume that your storyline will kind of intertwine with Bobby Lee's at some point, or is that something we just kind of have an as an audience we have to wait and see oh yeah i mean those those worlds are going to collide for sure um in, in a very uh interesting and necessary way um and so i, I think that kind of turns on uh tomorrow night's episode which is the third episode i think that's when that that all starts to come together okay yeah i mean the writers have done a fantastic job with with your character in particular as well it's like you said in the beginning you know he, he kind of falls into that gray area you know but now that yeah. the, the story of season one has played out and we're into this new story of season two we we kind of feel i apologize if you can hear the lawnmower in the background um good. Uh, there, we kind of have a feel for your character now, and we're emotionally attached. As in, I know in this last episode, uh, you know, spoilers to anybody who's not completely caught up yet, but you've lost somebody who you were very close to, and now, you know, we're emotionally invested in your character at this point. Where we're waiting to see what's going to come of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's he kind of um, has nothing to lose um, early on in the season, and um, so it's it's an interesting turn for the, for the cat not only my character but the lion's character because in, you know in season one you know he he he's his character was sort of reactive and and my character was the strategist and in season two we kind of flipped uh well my character's 
really dangerous because he's kind of he's, he's kind of rogue and he just you know after that loss he just doesn't care anymore and so you know Ryan's character has to be the one who's like we got to think about <laughs> you know think about the moves we yeah. make before we make them yeah yeah um season two i think am i correct in this we're getting a little bit of a shorter season this season only eight episodes not ten yeah yeah it's just gonna be eight this this season did, did that have anything to do with with ryan ryan's injury or is that just something that was planned from the start yeah no i mean you know it's a freak accident you know things happen i mean thankfully he's gonna you know we'll make a recovery and everything but it just happened uh at a point and the injury was bad enough that we couldn't you know couldn't continue but i think um story-wise i think it's you know the audience is still it's a big enough cliffhanger i think where it leaves off which is, which is again a tribute to the writers that it ran, it was ramping up uh so big towards the end of the season that it it, it makes sense mm-hmm. yeah. um so yeah uh, still I, looking forward to that. I think audiences would be happy still. I'm definitely looking forward to. It. Like I said, I binged the whole first season in a weekend. So now, and it kind of sucks. I, it's one of the reasons why I hate binging a show is because, especially if the show is still current, then I get, you know, I get so used to watching everything back to back to back, and now I, I have to wait week to week, you know, for everything else. So I'm I'm really anticipating right. where the season is going. Uh, one thing I didn't know, I mean, I know Mark Wahlberg is a producer of the show and the show is based off the, you know, the movie, but I also didn't know that the the show is also based off a, a series of novels at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show is based off of novels, uh, Point of Impact, and that's, uh, I mean, that's what the original movie was based off, uh, off of one of the novels. So, I mean, there's a bunch of books um, and, you know, the stories go every which way. So we've got a lot of real estate play with um i think the writers have done a good job of you know taking the best of, of what they can get from the books and then just taking creative license with certain turns you know to make it work for television so, yeah have you have you read any of the novels yourself in preparation um the the first one yeah i haven't read the subsequent subsequent ones because you know I've just been busy filming. yeah yeah that's understandable um yeah so i guess uh a little bit of a preview without giving any spoilers. What can we expect to see going into the rest of the season two? Man, I mean, the rest of the season, you know, this season is interesting because it's, it's basically piecing together one thread uh, from season one, which was that, you know, the Cheshire sniper saw us off. And so our, our, we figure out that our entire unit is being hunted down. And so the flip for season two is to find out who and why. And can we get to them before they get to us? Yeah. 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 Um, we posted on social media that we were going to be talking to uh, talking to you this evening. And uh, we got a number of p- people who posted about a, a couple questions. And I know I, one of them I hope you don't mind if I ask. But it kind of goes into some of your older work um, before we wrap up. Uh, one of the things that I personally want to know is I, I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I'm a big fan of Major League Two. Uh, you know, <laughs> nice. you, t- you took over the role of Willie Mays Hayes for Wesley Snipes. And, um, I- yeah. I'm curious personally, did you feel any kind of pressure when you took over that role for the sequel? No, I didn't. I mean, I was, I was too young to, um, David Ward, who, who wrote and directed major league. He, he also wrote and directed the program, which was my second, my second film. So, you know, we were doing the program and, you know, towards the end of the, you know, at the end of that experience, he was like, hey, I, you know, I'm going to want you to do this major league two thing. And, you know, I, I knew it was a big movie, but I kind of wasn't 
aware of like how big of a following it had. And look, the guy gave me my second job, and you know, I, I felt like indebted to him. So I was like, yeah, sure, you know, I'll do it. And you know, it turned out to be what it was. Yeah. It, was it was a fun experience. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Of, it's a, it's a fun movie. I still go back to it. You know, every couple months, I'll watch the first and second ones back to back, and uh, it, they're just a lot of fun. Those movies are just a blast to watch. Exactly. Uh, I, I know uh, before I let you go, one final question, and, and this is probably the biggest one we got from our social media people, um, is a lot of people out there are still huge fans of the movie Juice that you did. Yeah. And yeah. I know a, a big question that came from a lot of people is just simply, what was it like working with Tupac? Right. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it was amazing. You know, that was just an incredible experience. That was, uh, you know, my first film. I was a pup. You know, I was 17 years old, and I think Pac was 19, and, we, you know, just two young kids trying to follow our dreams, and, you know, that opportunity fell into our laps, and, you know, Pac was an amazing guy. He was he was a larger-than-life character. Yeah. He was everything that you, you would think he was and more. You know, super, super talented, um, extremely smart, um, and, you know, I, I just think, he, you know, his career obviously was amazing, but it would have been great to see how he would have blossomed. Um, yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to yeah, see up, what, up to now. It, yeah, that's it, what it, I was just. I gonna... think he would have he, he would have went in a a, a really interesting direction because you know Pac was a, an artist in every sense of the word and, and um, you know just songwriter poetry had ideas for movies. I mean, he just like I said, a larger than life character, and I just feel um, fortunate to have had that experience with you know such a, a good dude. Yeah, yeah, his career probably still would have been strong to this day, and that's you know. It's it's unfortunate that we'll never get to experience that, but um, right. So, uh, well, we're definitely going to send people to the direction of Shooter if they haven't. You know, season one is on Netflix right now; they can get caught up with it. Uh, season two, the first two episodes are are on demand for USA. The third airing tomorrow night uh, and uh, every Tuesday at ten p.m. on USA. Uh, yep. You're you're on Twitter. We're going to send people your way too. Yeah, it, it's just at Omar Epps, correct? Yep, at Omar Epps and. Uh... You know, Facebook, Instagram, at Omar Epps. Okay. Yeah, we're definitely going to send people per, people your way. And, uh, um, yeah, Omar, thanks for spending some time with me, man. This was a, this was a lot of fun, and you are, uh, you're somebody I've, I've definitely been looking forward to talking to ever since we, we heard we were going to get you on. So. Awesome. Much appreciated, man. Thank you for taking the time. Yeah, no problem. Uh, everybody listening, be sure to check out our website, nextlevelradioonline.com, and we'll see you guys for another showcast down the road.